Just a warning, what you're about to see is a bit graphic. Side chat here it is Monday, June 27, 2022. Here with your hosts, Periwinkle, Chartreuse, and Koala Hologram. Here to get you through another Monday. Double nipping it. Hi, Periwinkle. How are you doing? I'm doing all right, man. How are you? I, 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 yeah. I see one of us came in uniform to work i mean if we really must fucking start doing this i can (laughs) i did come prepared for the occasion i just wasn't sure what we were doing here that's right i love that you took off the shirt that says i'm a whore i'm a whore friend actually yeah but all i could see was the i'm a whore so to bring it to this that is perfect. I didn't know if we were going to keep the bit going or not, and I just figured, you know what? It's fucking hot in my office. Yeah, it's this just a good crazy. Idea. It, I mean, it is, but it's. Well, like I said. <laughs> okay. There we go. <clears throat> now we're in our uniform. There we go. Now we're ready to go. Ready to podcast. Ready to do this thing. <sighs> so, had a busy week, man. Oh, good. I've had a busy week. I uh, my my day started. I, I had a, a, an appointment with a cardiologist today, right? Obviously, so taking it back for those listeners who have been with us for a while, you know, I suffered what they called a cardiac episode uh, in November, and um, so my life has changed a lot since then, um, and and all the things that I have to do, right? Uh, so I've been going relatively regularly since this point, uh, to doctors, cardiologists, things like that. And today was, was the official date, uh, that I was like, they were definitively clear that like my heart is good, right? I am good to go. Um, so a lot of really positive stuff there, right? Which, you know, we don't usually start off with all these positive things and these wonderful things. And we're going to start off with that, you know, Shane, as obese as I am, has a healthy heart now. I go in and for, all right, I'm checking in. This is a different cardiologist that I had to see. This is a different specialist. Um, and he, like, this is like the big guy to like, make sure that like, I'm legitimately good to go. First time I'm going to this office. I get checked in moments later. I hear Sam, Sam, Sam. I'm like looking around. It's just me in there. And I'm like, <laughs> uh, talking to me. She goes, are, are you Sam? And I'm like, I am not. And she goes, well, come on. And I'm like, huh. <clears throat> All right, then. <clears throat> so I was like, you know what? I'll be Sam. He seems like he's better service than Shane does. So I walk in. Um, <clears throat> 
you know, like, all right, step on the scale. And I was like, well, can we just agree that it's not going to say anything that's going to point me in the, a good direction here. <laughs> and she's like, just step on the scale. I said, fine. So step on the scale. Everything's fine. I get taken back into the room. Uh, and uh, a, another nurse comes in, has to take like blood pressure, all this other stuff. So she sits there and she pumps the shit out of my arm. And then she looks at me kind of funny. And I'm like, I know this fucking look. This was the look that the fucking nurse at the urgent care did to me that made me think I'm going to die. And I was like, is something wrong? And she looks back at the chart and she goes, oh my God, you're not Frank. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Forgive me. And I'm like, hold on. What does it say? My name is on the chart. <laughs> she goes, Shane. And I was like, okay. So we're working three names right here. So she excused herself politely. And I'm like, but wait a minute. You did take my blood pressure. Am I good? And she goes, I'll let, I'll let the nurse who's supposed to tend to you tell you. I'm like, you got to tell me if I'm okay. <laughs> I'm here for a reason. So sure enough, woman comes in. Very nice woman. Comes in, takes my blood pressure. And she goes, a little higher than we would like. But you might be a little nervous. And I'm like, you think? I've been called Sam. <laughs> Just a little bit. I've yeah. been called Frank. I've been correctly identified by a piece of paper by the name of Shane. Somebody else took my blood pressure and then said, oops, I made a mistake and then left the room. Do you think maybe that's why my blood pressure's high? And she looked directly at the chart and she goes, oh, you're on Lexapro. So you have anxiety. And I'm like, what are we doing here? <laughs> why is this happening? I was like, yeah, I do. This isn't helping at all. Am I okay? And she goes, well. Let me take your blood pressure again. She's like, but first, why don't you just like, why don't you just tell me about your day? I'm like, it's 8.30 in the morning. My day is I've woken up to be here. I haven't had a day yet. Right? Like, I haven't even had like a routine bowel movement. I Like, I I am, I woke up and I am here. So she takes the blood pressure. She goes, all right, you're, you know, you're pretty good. And I was like, all right, okay, it's pretty good, like possible. Like, we're, we're she's like, you're fine. I'm like, great. Doctor comes in. He goes, all right, Sam, let's uh, let's get you checked out. And I was like, who's Sam? And he goes, gee, sorry, hold Shane, sorry. Looked at, must have looked at a different file this morning. And I was like, can I just ask a stupid question? How the fuck am I getting, I'm getting work calls at night. Did you, did that come through? Like yes. on, yeah. okay. I wasn't sure if it did or not, but I was like, well, that's fucking lovely. Um, <laughs> But yeah, anyways, so he goes, you know, what? I don't even have an appointment with a guy named Sam today. I was like, do you have an appointment with a girl named Sam? He's like, you know, that's a good question. So he left to go check and just forgot about me. And I'm like just sitting here swinging my legs on a table too tall for any human <laughs> feeling like an infant. And I'm like, what, what are we what are we doing here, man? I was like, this is dumb. So the door they left open the whole time. So they're walking past me the whole time. So finally, I was like, I'm just going to take my own blood pressure. So I started pacing back and forth in the room with the blood pressure monitor thing and just pumping the shit out of my arm and then yelling ow every once in a while. <laughs> Cause what am I supposed to do? This is, this is stupid. So 15 or yeah, 15, like 50 ish minutes come by and the guy comes back in and says, Oh my God, I am so sorry. I, I must've just checked you off. Uh, anyway, let's just get down to it. Your heart's great. And I'm like, you'll forgive me if I don't trust you right now. I've been called in any names. I've been forgotten. Can you show me on the chart where it says like, I'm good. 
So long story short, the guy does tell me that, that I'm all, I'm all good. I'm all healthy. Everything's fine. I'm like, Oh, thank God. Like, and like for anyone who's ever had like a major, like kind of health episode or anything or health scare of any kind, when you finally do get that, like, you're good here. You know, it, it's like, like you, like legitimately, like I, I just, I left and I wanted to cry. I was like, Oh my God. Like I am in a place now that like, I can really, really focus a, a lot of like my physical energy on correcting the other things that are obviously not going well. And, you know, so I get, I get into the car and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm driving home and I get a call from an, an unknown number and I'm like, you know what? I'm not answering a work phone call right now. So I don't answer and I get a, a double up call right away. Uh, and it's the cardiologist and he goes, Hey, did you leave without being checked today? And I'm like, what are we doing here, man? <laughs> what are we fucking doing? He goes, I'm just kidding around with you, man. I just wanted to give you a little bit of a heart attack. And I was like, you can't joke about that shit, man. <laughs> so I went from nearly crying to, you know, like, oh, my God, like, maybe I'm not OK. Just to get just to, like what a like this, what a cruel man. How can you do that to somebody? Well, because you're healthy now, I guess you can afford to. Uh... Maybe he was testing it. And he, yeah. Like maybe it was. <laughs> I wonder if he called the neighboring hospitals and was just like, did a guy come in there named Sam Frank Shane? <laughs> like was, uh, you know, complaining of heart problems. Um, so, yeah. So that was uh, that was my morning. Um, interesting day or interesting morning, I should say. Um, I have been getting, by the way, and I apologize. So I have been getting work calls constantly right now um and it's been brutal uh so if this if my phone keeps ringing during this episode sorry dan sorry listeners no bueno anything interesting going on in your life man well i've been slowly but surely redoing my bathroom um okay and I fixed the, the 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 doors a little while ago, and replaced the, the 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 head thing and whatever the fuck it's called. And the room just has piss poor fucking air circulation in there. The, there's a little window that doesn't do shit. The fucking ceiling vent fan thing doesn't do shit. And every once in a while, like kind of like a mold mildew problem on the ceiling. And that's like all right. Like every once, so every couple months, I'll just take a you know, sponge and some Lysol and go up and scrub it down. And I'm like, fuck. There's got to be a better way, right? Sure. So, went to the hardware store and got some of that kills paint. Uh, a little quart sure. of it, I guess it is. Whatever the fucking size is, a small one. And you're supposed to take care of the problem and then paint over it, and then theoretically it's going to go. So I'm like, well, how the fuck do I take care of this problem that's going to keep it gone? And there's an old lady there. It's the local Ace Hardware. And this little old lady, I mean, it looks like she's been through some shit. She's probably in her 60s. <laughs> and she goes, don't worry, honey, I got something for you. And she takes me over here to this thing, and she hands me this bottle. And I'm like, is this going to work? She goes, oh, honey, it'll kill anything. Mold, mildew, ix lovers. <laughs> and I kind of I giggled, because I'm like, she's making a joke. Her stone face. So I'm like, oh, shit, she's so serious. She's it. <laughs> I'm like, I'll take this, and I'm going to get the fuck out of here. Uh, and, uh, she was right. It fucking took care of that shit. No problem. Based on the smell, it was like five times distilled chlorine, essentially. Uh, but, uh, it was brutal shit, whatever it was, but it worked. Uh, so, uh, took care of the whole ceiling and then 
Yeah, let that dry and painted it and let it dry. You're supposed to use a glossy finish on the uh, ceilings. And this, yes, the, no eggshell. It was eggshell. Yeah, that's what it was. Of course so. you did. Yeah, I didn't paint the ceiling originally. It was it was like this before, and it was only like half painted. Like I noticed this with the kitchen as well, because the kid the kitchen ceiling was new because it's it, uh, it's it's part of the extension on the house that was there, and I guess there was you know it's on its own separate roof, so it must have leaked at some point. So when I moved in, they recently uh, took care of that, but they was like they painted it once. But only like three quarters of it, and the other one they just ran out of paint and just do, 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 and it's like very messy. But you couldn't really tell if you're looking at it because it's white drywall and white paint, sure. so you can't. But if you get really close, you're like, this is f like nobody even painted this. I noticed that in the bathroom too. Like half of it was painted, the other half I'm like, this isn't even. Like, what the fuck was happened here? So how did you not recognize that living in this house as long as you have? I noticed the kitchen and the bathroom, but uh, it's just like. You don't notice how bad it is until you're right up there on a ladder fucking looking at it, but, you know, you That's can see fair. bits and pieces, but <laughs> you really get the full scope, especially my fucking vision. I can't see a goddamn thing, but, uh, yeah. But, so that's, that's, that was my thing, as I met a serial killer, and, uh... That's awesome, man. Like, yeah. honestly, I'd like to frequent that shop. She sounds like a lovely time. She definitely has a story. Maybe we should get her on an interview or sometime. Yeah, why not? I, look, Tiger King. This got, is a good choice. Like, I, I'm glad we did this because it is fucking seven thousand degrees in here. And dude, I'm gonna start mowing my lawn in this. <laughs> I don't even care. That's like, not a bad idea, right? Like, dude, it's just. We should have been doing this for fucking years now. I'm gonna do this I... on every show at this point. Please fucking do. Hell. Don't even tell anyone. <laughs> just show up and just be like, "Hey guys, nips out for Brotherly Pod." Um, I'm not yeah, even going to acknowledge it either. Just fucking don't say a word. That's exactly right. Well, they're staring at me like that. I'm like, oh, I don't know what you guys are talking. Oh, about. sorry. Uh, did you guys get the memo? Shane sent it out. <laughs> <laughs> Sends it to your personal home addresses. Yeah. How did he get those? Uh, he's got his ways. He's got it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, man. So, um. So this afternoon, uh, I was, like I said, I had the cardiology appointment this morning, kind of set me back on work for a little bit. God, I have the dumbest fucking followers on Twitter that ever existed. These people are ridiculously stupid. All right. Well, anyway, continue. Well, what'd they say? Uh, it's just, they're, I just, Flyers Twitter so dumb. Every last one of these fucking people is just, they want change, but they don't want change, but. Uh, they want to complain, but they don't actually want to fix anything. It's just like, I hope that the franchise, the organization, is more desperate for change than the fan base is. And I assume they are because they're the ones hemorrhaging money. Because as much as people don't want to get rid of JVR or Connecting or Lindblom or anybody else, they're not paying to watch this product. So hopefully the organization realizes that and makes some fucking moves here. But Jesus, these fucking people. I don't want to get rid of JVR. Ron Hextall was a good drafter. Yeah, sure he was. So I were in this fucking mess we're in right now. Just, God, just dumb. Painful, man. Um, I so well, let's talk about that for a second. So we uh, look, we've talked about this a lot. Um, you know, I'm someone that's always been, you know, like I'm, I'm an over. I'm overly romantic when it comes to prospects and, and what these kids can come up to be. 
Um, you know, it used to be like, wow, like these people are, are the same age as me, you know, taking the ice, they're 18. And next thing you know, you're like, all right, well, you're 25, you know, and you're like, I'm the same age as these guys are when they're hitting their prime. And then I'll like, now I'm 32. And I'm like, all right, I'm like the age of a lot of guys that are, you know, on their last contract, you know, and you look at the game differently and you, if you're Sean Terry, you're, you're signed for another decade, 45 years I'll more. I just tore my asshole off the seat. Well, if it weren't so loose and gaping. <laughs> oh, damn. I told Jesus. you sitting bare-assed on this pleather in this heat was a bad idea. You're not bare-ass, bare-ass. You're, well, you're bare-ass cheeked, but you're not bare-ass hold. Not fully, I guess. Like, well, I am, but you, again, differing situations. <laughs> As there's a different circumference of hole in this conversation right now. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, again, you know, being now that you know I'm in my 30s, I do have a, di- a different appreciation uh just for what these kids go through like their lives change overnight they get drafted you know and, and next thing you know they're they're professional hockey players and you know and that, that it's not an easy thing on the ice or off the ice so it's a really cool thing when it works um and it's a really cool thing to sit there and, and watch those prospects mature and flourish into something that being said that doesn't happen in philadelphia and it certainly did not happen with ron axel at the helm and something that's you know that that i've now I've now learned more and and I don't know why I didn't think of this. So every single year before baseball season starts, I rewatch the 2008, uh, there's a, like an eight or 10 disc series where it shows the last two games of the Dodgers series, uh, as well as the entire Rays series, uh, when the Phillies win in 2008 and every year I would watch that to remind myself of how awesome that felt when, when they finally broke that, that streak of professional championships and then the Eagles win, you know, whatever it is now, five years ago, four years ago, whatever it was. And just like just the elation of this city and just like how amazing it was. And like, it just doesn't matter. Like, no one's around anymore from just a few years ago from that Eagles team. We got like three players. It doesn't matter. Like, just put together a product that's going to be ultra competitive and go out there and, and ultimately be something that, that is fun and exciting to watch and gives you an opportunity to sit there and play postseason hockey again. Um, and you just, you cannot get attached to these names on the back of these jerseys. Like you can get, uh, you know, like Malcolm Jenkins, one of the, like just an all time great human and Eagle, you know, he, he leaves, you know, Philadelphia and goes and, and resigns with the saints. Right. It's like you, you can appreciate Malcolm Jenkins for who and what he did for this community. I don't think anyone ever stopped that. I don't think anyone ever stopped rooting for him as a saint. It's fine. You can do that. But it was a necessary move. Well, the organization saw it one. It wasn't. That's not the best example. But the point of this this entire argument is you can't get attached to these guys because they're just not and They're attached good to enough. these players, and they've been shit for the past two years. Well, Actually, for most of the last decade, but it's especially the, the last two years, and it's like, how the fuck can you sit here and tell me, like, JVR and Konechny are in critical pieces of the fucking team when they haven't won goddamn dick in their careers, they can't especially be. the last two years, and it's like, what What are we doing here? Like, fuck yeah. off. I just don't understand. And, like, it's not even just the young people I talk to on Twitter. It's, like, old people that are older than you and me that are like, oh, my God, like, the Ron Hextall is such a genius on this team, and we got to run it back with these guys. And I'm just like, how the fuck can we be so goddamn stupid? 
It's frustrating, man. Um, you know, I really, don't want uh, Alex DeBrincat. Who needs a 24-year-old two-time 40-goal scorer? I don't want to pay him $9 million next year. And I'm like, fucking hell, we're paying Sean Contori $8 million. Now he's 30 years old coming off a of back surgery for eight more fucking years. You know, we, we can pay him. He deserves it because he had a Selkie, an undeserved Selkie two years ago. Or just <laughs> fucking Jesus Christ, fucking people. Yeah, man, it's um, it's really it's really frustrating. You know, it's a tough place to be, you know, social media following any of these teams. Um, you know, and look, this offseason, I, I I do. I firmly believe this is going to be an offseason. And I believe it's going to be the set of a series of offseasons and trade deadlines at this point where you are going to see a lot of these pieces moved. And it would not shock me if within two to three years like this almost the entire roster is, is overturned. You know, you may keep a couple pieces here. I feel like Lawton's going to last forever. Like he feels like a forever flyer. Um, you know, but it wouldn't shock me you know, to sit there and see the majority of these pieces gone. You know, it's you, maybe you get a Hayes reunion in Boston. You know, the Couturier is going to be here. It's going to be the exact same next season as it is. So I don't know, man. I, I really do get the opinion that, that, you know, at this point, like this is. Nothing's going to surprise me. Nothing. If this if seventy five percent of this team is overturned, I'm not going to be surprised. If they run it back with the exact same roster, just with Nazim Kadri on a nine million dollar contract, I'm not going to be surprised. I don't. There's nothing they can do this year that's gonna that's gonna surprise me. Because like theoretically, they should be overhauling everybody, but it's about how much can you actually overhaul in one season. You know when the money's tight and if you know cap is flat and. But there's plenty of options out there. Unfortunately, you need a top right-handed defenseman and a top center, and those are the only two positions that aren't available this summer. But uh, other than that, everything else is is there. You've got some of the top fucking wingers in the game available. Like you know, you may that may not be the best way to spend your funds, but goddamn, if you don't have a center, like you better uh, better make a count on the wings. Yeah, yeah, and you pay what you need to pay, and you figure it the hell out. You just figure it out, um, you know, and, and it's, like I said, I, um, I'm pretty much all the way on board on, on a tear this thing down and, and let's just, let's see what we can do. Um, let's acquire some assets. Let's do whatever we can to set ourselves up to, you know, either be able to buy ourselves a competitive team within a couple of years or, you know, ultimately and, and ideally would be, you know, to acquire a lot of draft capital, um, and just start hitting uh, on that first round and second round, uh, and then finding some some depth piece gems uh, from the third round and beyond. So we'll see. Stupid, stupid fans and a stupid team. Stupidity all around. Correct. Absolutely correct, man. Oh, holy crap! It is so hot in here. Yeah, it is. It is brutal in here. It's just not fun, man. Not fun at all. Uh, 72 right now? Which is actually about <laughs> 10 degrees cooler than it feels. Yeah, 72 is not terrible. Like I, I mean, not where I like my house, but at least it's not mm. terrible. Dude, I feel like I just heard your ass cheek. Oh, I'm sure if you turn the volume up, you could hear that. Yeah. <laughs> just first level epidermal I being torn off. Um, you do some questions? Yeah, man, lay into it. Let's see what we got this week. Uh, 
This person says, where is the worst place you've roughed up the suspect? I feel like that's where is the worst place you've masturbated, right? Uh, I don't know, unless it's a question for Nick or something. I don't... Uh... Well, you know what? Incognito window. Incognito let's... window. <laughs> yeah, let's let's see if that's. Rough I'm assuming up the sus, 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 hacked. I almost spelled that right. Male masturbation. Yeah, that's what I thought. Hmm. Yeah, look at that. Where's the worst place? Is there a bad place to do that? I mean, like a daycare or. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I put that on a T for you. Jesus. <laughs> oh, God. All right. A bad elementary place. school parking lot. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're all. That's that's. Whew, that ain't it. Um, oh, God. Roughing up the suspect. Punching the clown. Bear grills in it. Yeah. Huh. Hmm. Well, holding Dan. your sausage hostage. Wow. Pulling up to the self-serve. <laughs> Distributing some free literature. Huh. Georgetown Cuddle. Okay. <laughs> the Alabama lie detector. What the hell does that mean? I'm going to work all those into conversation from now on. Well, what's what's the uh, what's a bad? Read the question again. It's just phrased weird. What? Where's the worst place you've roughed up the suspect? Worst place. What do you mean worst place? That's a, it's such a weirdly like morally phrased question. worst place or like that's what I'm saying. I can't figure it out. Worst place is in just like I don't know. Ow! Like hmm. I don't know, man. Like, I've jerked it three times since we started this podcast. So, <laughs> I mean, huh. I guess here on air. No, I don't know. Um, worst place. I, uh, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> um, hmm. Worst place. I don't know. You'd think we'd be okay at this. We're basically semi pros, right? <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, full-on professionals at this point. Yeah. Wait a minute. Speaking of dicks, let's talk about something. All right. I was just made aware of something that I'm very, very much so not 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 cool with. Like I'm not I'm not. All right. I need your advice at the end of this, okay? And that'll work into the response of this particular question, okay? Okay. So uh, when I was a kid, uh, there's two separate years that we went to so I have, a, I have a huge irish catholic family it's like 70 or 80 of us it's ridiculous um and twice when i was a kid i think i like i want to say i was 12 and the other time i was 16 maybe or like 11 and 15 maybe something like that um and we got like this this mansion house in north carolina and the whole fucking family goes right and to show you how much my family loves me, I was the only person, cousin, uncle, aunt, grandparent, friends who were there that did not have a room or a bed. The only one. So I had to sleep on a couch 
on one of the common floors. Now, I don't recall whether this is 11-year-old Shane or 15-year-old Shane, where this story gets taken place, right? Now, I don't know about you, Dan, but if you wear pajama pants at night to go to sleep, do you feel the need to wear boxers? Uh, no, I guess not. Right, like I wouldn't. And obviously didn't. Then. I get told recently that when I was, because I used to play poker with my uncles when I was down there uh, until like three or four in the morning. And then I would go and fall asleep on the couch in that living room where the, the like master kitchen was for the whole house. I was told that I was woken up around 11 or 12 because I was snoring on a couch and they wanted to watch TV and cook. So they woke me up to go into one of the rooms that was no longer being used. Apparently, because again, it's morning-ish to me, and you're a dude, you're just dicks out. Well, apparently, there was the hole for your, your unit to make peeing easy. The button wasn't buttoned, so apparently I just, in my sleepy haze, walked dicks out across the room into a bedroom in front of the whole family. I don't remember this. Do you think it's appropriate to make the next worst place that I masturbate at a family party so that they can see how much I've grown? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Right? Like... I almost feel like, oh, no, you caught me. Damnedest thing. But you see the difference, though, right? I actually don't feel like that's the worst thing I could do right now. At least not for my own mental you know, self-esteem. Who brings that up, by the way? Who sits there and says, you know what 32-year-old Shane would love to hear? <laughs> that I saw his 11-year-old penis hard. Yeah, that is kind and of And so uh... did the whole family. And no one told me. Huh. Just stupid, man. Autopendristry, the act of sticking one's own erect cock up their ass. Only a small percentage of people can do it, but it is possible. So, all right, here's the thing about dicks, right? I'm I'm talking to the cockter over here, so you've got your, your fair share of experience with your own and others. They're not all like... Like, there are some that are, are... like the where they where the root of the dick is varies i feel like you need to have a lower like rooted cock with a downward lilt to fuck your own asshole that's the only way <laughs> you couldn't have like a higher a higher rooted dick with an upward curve you dislocate your member and then we'd flash you back to episode 31 where i dislocated mine be awesome if that was episode 31 when that happened i think it was a lot earlier than that probably (laughs) Uh, i think it was in the teens oh god show really went off the rails quick (laughs) 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 oh what a weird thing what are you googling right now dude are you just like are you playing with yourself right now are you trying to answer the question i'm just scrolling through the urban dictionary actually you showing me your hands right now really tells me nothing you could definitely have installed (laughs) a flashlight under the table and just be sitting there rocking back it's and not forth. not a bad idea. <sighs> Christ, all fucking mighty this show. Anyway, next fucking question. 
Um, we never the... did answer that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sitting here. I was like, boy, we went a long way to avoid answering that question. I don't know. Good. Urban Dictionary is fantastic. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't. I don't think I've ever like just in an in an in unfamiliar zone. Like I'll fuck anywhere. I don't. If you get caught having the sex with another person, nobody. I don't care. That's not embarrassing to me at all. But like, could you imagine? Like, if you get caught like fucking in a, in a dressing room of like a Coles, and you're like, oh no, sorry. Didn't mean to do that. She fell on it. Like, okay, no problem. No one cares. But could you imagine you're just like throwing an ankle in the air and you're just staring at yourself in a Cole's dressing room mirror, just giving yourself the twisty work. And all of a sudden a staff member comes in. They're like, we got some complaints of, and then you fire one off. (laughs) That's the worst thing ever. I would never get hard again. All right. An L we need, the description of male genitalia size that is six inches or longer. All right, L weenie, I see what you're working with. <laughs> For no reason, I had to. Uh... <laughs> huh. <sighs> what did that say? L A gaper. Oh, what does that mean? Oh, my God. <laughs> uh. It's a term for a skier or snowboarder from the greater Los Angeles area who is visiting Mammoth Mountain, Colorado for the weekend. They are generally unable to properly load chairlift. They stick out like a sore thumb, so they suck at skiing. That is not where I thought L.A. Gaper was going to go. i got to admit, neither did I. (laughs) Jesus. Um... This person says, what's the biggest sports rivalry you look forward to every year? Could be in any sport. Hmm. I think for a long time it was the Flyers-Penguins, and then that rivalry's... That's uh, just not good anymore. Dead, yeah. I think the one um, team that kind of has a, ever, you know, that I look forward to the most are probably Flyers-Rangers. Eh. That one always... Gets me. It's not much of a rivalry these days, but it's the one that I kind of like. It has so the big, the, the biggest game feel to it. I think for the Flyers is always the Rangers. That's that. So that's the thing, man. Like the there aren't really that many. I just headbutted the microphone. I saw that. There aren't really <laughs> that many like deeply rooted rivalries that stay competitive throughout, right? Like there's just so much, so much changing in in, in what teams are and who teams are. Um, you know, I, I would say that like for me, I don't really look forward to any, like I don't look forward to any specific rivalry. What I do look forward to is like if, if the year before, you know, the teams had a, uh, you know, a particularly physical series in hockey uh, or basketball, even, I look forward to the first time that those two teams meet up again in the next season. Um, you know, Super Bowl rematches I enjoy. Um, oh, I'm already looking forward to this next one. Um, oh, I think one of the better rivalries that I ever watched in sports was Mayweather Gotti. Um, that was years ago. Um, 
but uh there's yeah i don't think there's a a ton that i i you know get all up for anymore um you know specifically a butt pirate a person who pillages another anus i think that's me i think so yeah that was it (laughs) that was the question or, oh, dude, that was the just word I'm looking oh, at. You. Oh God, here he is. He's down the rabbit hole. Oh yeah. Oof. Uh, yeah. Flyers Rangers. That's the the one. All right. Uh, this person says pancakes, waffles, or French toast? Question mark. Waffles. Uh, pancakes. Um, Waffles can fuck off. Really? Why? Eh. They're definitely the worst of those three options. Wow. Chicken waffles bangs, but everything else just, eh. That's crazy. Like, we've agreed on so many food things. That's the first one that we've been so (laughs) vehemently. That's why. All right. So here's the thing. Like, if you make a good pancake, that's great. Like, it's, it's fine. That is what it is. But, like, to make a really good homemade, like, Belgian waffle, like, Take some love, man. So when somebody makes you a homemade waffle, it's so fucking good. It's just, oh, and the house just smells like waffle. It's amazing. I'm going to make waffles tomorrow. This is amazing. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm going to do. They sat there and told me I had a, I had a good bella, bill of health for my heart, and I'm going to sit there and just clog it with syrup and, and waffles. Um, also, French toast really does not get a lot of love, but French toast is very good. Yeah. I don't know why people don't appreciate French toast more. It's definitely not like it's I'm not it's third place of the three of them, but it's still very fucking good. Hmm. I'm just totally distracted. Well, that's that's what I'm not going to read on her. Jesus. Yikes. <laughs> Look forward to the screenshot later. Yeesh. F sexual, being attracted to fat people. Hey, what's up? Steph is X sexual. <laughs> Dude, she's definitely not. She's pretty upset <laughs> with me. <laughs> <laughs> like so i sat there like because she asked me how the appointment went today and everything um and uh you know i was like oh i was like you know the heart's like i'm, I'm in a good place now and um and she's like okay well what else did they say and i was like well he basically said you know he's 100 percent confident that if i lose like 40 to 50 pounds that like every health ailment that i have and have been dealing with oh since this whole cardiac episode thing is like will completely be in the past and i was like oh only 40 to 50 pounds and he goes yeah only 40 to 50 pounds and she goes good so you're gonna start on that and i was like wow i was like i didn't even finish the sentence and you're already saying that (laughs) jesus man but i can honestly like i i can't like it's gotta be so bad like like i'm trying to think like because like even like heavier women that I've been with and I haven't been with like any like over it's whatever like 
they're not like hairy and sweating all over you <laughs> and like <laughs> coughing right like even then like they still just have like this like just like smooth skin that just like it's just like everything's still tight and just awesome and you're like this is great you're fine everything's wonderful but like dude, i just gotta feel bad like there are times where i'm just like can we just not look at each other when we do this i'm just very upset um so yeah i feel i feel bad for her. oh my goshy poshy spice an over-exaggerated Gosh, form of saying, oh my gosh, referring to Posh Spice of the Spice Girls, which we determined a few weeks ago, neither one of us are. Yeah, we did. Hmm. <laughs> uh, what are we doing, reading questions? You're, well, I mean... <clears throat> Let me close this window here before what... we... Uh... <laughs> you should do that. Um, this person says, what book have you read that painted the most vivid mental imagery? Wasp Factory. Uh, Ian Banks. Bram Stoker's Dracula. Okay. I thought that one was like, you read it and it reads like a fucking early 1900, like Nosferatu movie, just black and white in the sure. old castle on the hill with the lightning and big fucking iron bars and shit like that. I read them just like, fuck. This is ridiculous. Yeah. I, uh, so for anyone, I don't know how well known Ian Banks is, um, but the Wasp Factory is one of the most, like, <coughs> it's, well, it's one of my favorite books that I've ever read. It's very short. Um, it's almost more of a novella, but, um, I mean, I'm pretty sure the back of the cover of this book reads like, you know, my name is Frank, whatever the hell his last name is. Um, you know, I've killed, you know, three people to date, you know, no more, no less. I don't intend to kill again. It was just a phase I was going through. And you're like, what the fuck? It was a phase you were going through. Um, I mean, who and hasn't had those phases? So, well, you know, you don't write about it. Hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, there's, there's, a, there's, there's like family secrets in it. That it's, it's a twisted, twisted read. Um, but I, I still, I vividly remember the last, few chapters when you know the kind of big reveals kind of occur and i'm just like you can see everything like it's just such a descriptive brilliantly written and closed out book so anyone who who, who wants a recommendation for something like that ian banks the wasp factory and then uh dm me and tell me what you think hmm uh this person says thoughts on the hockey hall of fame inductees i never care do you yeah. care about that the stuff? NHL awards and the Hall of Fame? I do not give less of a shit. Um, Luongo is going to go in regardless because he's basically second only to Brodor in most of the goaltending stands. That one's not overly surprising. Daniel Alfredson, personal favorite of mine. Um, did a lot of shit for the the new Auto Senators, so I'm not surprised. The Sedins are are. Aren't they? They're just in because they're fucking brothers, dude. That's it's... kind of what I was thinking. Is like, would it be impressive on their own? Like, as impressive? I'm not saying they had bad careers. They by both any broke stretch. a thousand points. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah for you know, sure. They didn't. You know, they're. I don't know. They're. I think they're put in kind of together as the twin act versus what they've done. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, so that's that's that was my exact argument. 
So, I mean, I don't know. I think they were put in more for that reason versus individual ones. But there's, I mean, there's so many people right now that are eligible. And it's like, man, this was a, I think they're all, you know, deserving, I guess. But there's so many people out there right now. Alex McGillney left out yet again. And like, I don't know, Rod Brendamore and it's just all these players that actually did more with their careers and won more. And I don't know. So, how the fuck is McGillany yeah. not in? All the fuck <laughs> the shit that guy changed the goddamn game and he just uh, whatever. So stupid. Yeah, I don't know, dude. Like sports <clears throat> like across the board, I Holy And I've had the, so I've had this argument with people shit. before like so much. That's the Steve one clearly. Yeah. Um but uh yeah, I've had the argument with people before. Not argument. I've had the discussion with people before. Um you know, the Hall of Fame, you know, is it stat based or is it, you know, fame impacts uh, based? And like they are two very different arguments, right? Like you can be the best player, uh, you know, of a generation, but be playing on just stuck in just an unbelievably small market, awful team and organization. And you never really get the notoriety that you deserve. Like it may take you a bit to get in because you didn't play in October in baseball. You know, you didn't play in, in you know, unbelievably exciting seven game series in, in the NHL or, or, or NBA. Um, and it, you know, or, or maybe you're like a Mike Trout, like Mike Trout's a, a relatively quiet superstar. Like the dude doesn't have that big of a personality. If for fuck's sake, he loves the weather. He's a nerd. Right. But, and he's like out there in shitty LA. Like he's not even in like, you know, he's not even a Dodger. He's a fucking angel, you know? And it's like, he's not as marketable. So like he'll go in, but, you know, it's 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 an interesting argument to have, um, you know, whether what you personally value more, you know, fame, when you think of the word fame, it's notoriety. You know, it's it's impact driven that way, maybe lesser so than stats. And, and I disagree with that. I think that it should be more so, uh, you know, results driven. How many championships did you win? How many, you know, how many players and teams did you impact? So but whatever. All right, let's. Uh, <clears throat> looks like you sent the same thing twice here, which is making this very difficult to determine what order these go in. But four flyer side chat, <clears throat> torture noun. Ironically enough, we were just reading about. But anyway, you know what? We're going to continue on the <laughs> <laughs> the action or practice of inflicting severe pain or suffering on someone and as punishment and or force them to do or say something. I want you to keep this definition in mind, Shane and Dan. This will be your fate if you keep aiding Agent S and the government in their feeble attempt to stop me. Have you forgotten that I am in the year 3000? I know everything about your lives and how your life plays out. I know how to target you and do your flyer-specific podcast empire. Do you really, really want me to go public with all those Amish porn tapes, Dan? Hey, you shut the fuck up. Those aren't public. I made goddamn millions off those porn tapes, Agent S. Suck my cock, Roseanne Barr. <laughs> I bought four of them. Yeah. They're, they're going out in stockings this year for people. They're on three and a half inch floppy disks. But... <laughs> yeah, if you try and put that floppy disk in your own ass, it's called autopendestomy. <laughs> 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 uh, oh, Shane, I shall release those manuscripts of your dinosaurs and attach your name to them. 
Do you want me to escalate the melon wars into a conflict that could be so much worse than what transpired after your intervention? Hold on, let me pull up the next one here. Because, of course, <laughs> this is all fucking stupid. Uh, I can and will alter the course of history to complete my contractual obligations. This podcast will not stand in my way, and you two need to think about your allegiances and where you stand. The end is drawing near, and soon my time will come. Choose your alliance well, gentlemen. This has been Roseanne Byer, your guide to the wonderful world of words, and wise words you should heed, gentlemen. Till next week, P.S. Shane, as a measure of good faith, and to show you that I'm a woman of character, please... <laughs> Hold on, pull up the next one. Please, what did that say? Oh, Jesus Christ. Can we crop this a little better next time, for Christ's sake? Shane, as a measure of good faith, and to show you that I'm a woman of character, please keep your bush trimmed to a manageable and acceptable length. If not, your significant other might have a few words with you. And I don't mean to be dramatic, but you are going to end up in a back alley as a guy named Cupcake, and your ass is going to be hurting <laughs> for more than just money and drugs. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. Of all the shit that we've done on this episode already, that may be the most vulgar thing. So I have contractually, I have signed him to write these stories in blog form uh, because they're, I'm, I have a cramp. I'm, I've laughed so hard. This guy right can't even write a thing for my website. Now he's going to write stuff for you? Oh, yes, because it's hilarious. I legitimately have a cramp right now from laughing at that. Oh, my God. I'm trying to breathe through that. And by the way, everyone should keep their bush webcam, right? Especially if you're going to wear these fucking things. Oh. Yeah, dude. Could you imagine if you were like hardwoods right now wearing these? <laughs> like how, how do like you, like you need that. Like you just get like razor burnt. It's just awful. Right. Oh my God, dude. My fucking side hurts so bad from that. God damn you, Steve. I'm sure who we're talking to at this point. Both all three. It's every one of his personalities. Oh, oh my good. God. <laughs> Breathe, damn it. I'm trying to, like, sit in an awkward way. Oh, fuck. Uh, Luckily, this mic didn't pick that. There's no way. Yeah, so it was a little, little deafened there. Um, <clears throat> but, yeah, no, I, I'm, I've I've reached out with a contract opportunity for, for H&S to, to write uh, a blog and to carry on this story. Is he still technically part of Brotherly Punk? <clears throat> I honestly, I could not tell you the last time somebody besides me wrote an article for the fucking website. It's been months, at least. I yeah. Fuck. <clears throat> Whew. All right, I think I'm good. Let's see, yeah, still scrolling. Hold on. Still scrolling. Oh. Uh, last time somebody contributed something besides me was Noah on May 11th. It's June 27 right now. Jesus, man. I have two articles every day this week, by the way. That's wild. I'm just trying to squeeze all my shit in here before the uh, moves start happening. <laughs> got all these ideas I gotta get off my chest. <clears throat> um... Oof. All Fuck right. My voice is shot. <coughs> Your voice is shot, and I got a cramp, and I can't stand up because then all my whole unit's going to be on the screen. <laughs> oh. 
did you go the collecting the two balls and the cock out again or oh absolutely mm. dude it's awkward if you have like if you have your unit and and one passenger along i mean that's the... what i've opted for you yeah. know how dude that's <clears> so <throat> uncomfortable i feel like like my sack's getting just like ripped in half of all the fucking things that are uncomfortable right now that is that is not even in the top 10 problems going on at the moment <sighs> god damn it dude it's so hard to work a cramp out when you can't move. <laughs> oh, God damn it, Agent S. I'm so pissed off right now. <laughs> All right, move on to the next question. I think that was it. <laughs> oh, was it? All right. <clears throat> Hall of Fame light. inductee, sports rivalry. Yeah, light this week. Roughing up the suspect. So, Dan, this is the last podcast that we are recording in my, you know, current abode. I will be in the new house. Next time you and I speak. Cool. I'm stoked, man. I'm so excited. I am uh I'm very ready to get the hell out of this house. I can't even begin to tell you. It's just brutal. Brew tell. Okay. Brutal. Well. Well, we've killed fifty two minutes somehow. Well, there you go. By the way, I haven't been sleeping at night, uh, just because. Um, but I okay. finally figured out what the cause was, and it's because I've been eating these at night. You're an idiot. Dark chocolate-covered espresso beans. First no wonder why I'm not getting any fucking delicious. Sleep. Oh, they're fucking great. That sounds amazing. They're very, they're, like, they're a relatively healthy snack, too. <clears throat> Dark chocolate's good for you, yeah. Relatively healthy snack, but I'm sitting here eating espresso beans at fucking 8.57 p.m. And it's well, like, ah, no fucking wonder why, you idiot. Um, I would like that in my brotherly uh, pod Santa sack this year. Thank you. They're not going to be Santa sack. They're Borat thongs. That's fine. <laughs> the Borat thong was hung by the chimney with care. Dude, actually, that would be awesome, right? But with not these ones. But the other ones you showed me on the show last time, the yeah, the ones that have like a little carriage, like yeah. for your your both cheeks <laughs> and both you know all your giblets, right? Mm. Like, could you imagine? I would just hang that from the fireplace and just put the heaviest gift I had in there, so it got fully stretched down. Like I'd put like a like a, a kettlebell in that and just let it weigh it down while it's being hung. I think that'd be perfect. Okay. Uh, Anything else? Yeah, uh, I'm good. I uh, I got I got some more packing to do tonight. I got to go walk in on Stephanie because she doesn't know I'm wearing this thing again. <laughs> I think she's going to start to question whether or not I'm in love with her anymore. <laughs> I just bought a house with this man, and he <laughs> is harassing somebody on a podcast. <laughs> oh, last week, dude, I like I I told you I like I like backed into the room with it, um, and. Uh, and she was just like, what the fuck are you wearing? She was like, I'm not having sex with you tonight. And I was like, <laughs> I I know. I was like, I was just, I was on a podcast. And she's like, what does that have anything to do with anything? I was like, you asked me why I'm wearing this. And well, I'm, you see. <laughs> I was like, I'm on a podcast. She's like, um, I'm sorry, what? And I'm like, I don't know what's confusing about that. This is the uniform. And yeah. I had to go through the whole thing. And she was just like, what? How, how much of the... How much of their of you were they seeing? And I was like, everything. I was like, that's it's the uniform. But mind you, 
when I backed in and turned around, I was still balls covered dick out. Mm. So she definitely, <laughs> so she definitely thinks Dan that you've seen my member, uh, just, you know, just, just poking out. <laughs> oh. Oh, God. So yeah, I'm getting divorced. Uh, <laughs> I guess we're getting married by, by default there. That's well, that's it. You got a house. So I'm gonna have to move in with you instead. Oh God. Hmm. Well, yeah, so that's all I got this week. We can wear these in person when we record, then. It'd be fucking hilarious. Shane, it's Monday at 8. Get your floor out. I just, I just come skipping up the stairs. Do you actually think it'd be pretty awesome to work out in this? Maybe not these ones, but the other ones that you sent. Maybe it's, I guess that's why wrestlers wear those fucking things. The, the singlets, slinglets, whatever the fuck they're called. Yeah, mm. right? That makes sense. All right. I'm not questioning it anymore. I like this stuff. This is good. <laughs> I, I, feel, I feel good about our uniform choices. You're not going to catch your tip oh when you're doing God. your cowbells anymore. So Dude. there you go. Well, you have to tuck the tip, right? I thought about that. I'm not even going to lie. The a- a- like, aeropendentomy or whatever the fuck it was called. That's how you tuck it. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Just pop it in your own butthole. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but oh, I, I do. I did. So I'll, I'll end on this note before we, we sign out. Um, if you recall, listeners and Dan, last week I said that we should buy these in various colors and we should just see if we could end up in the same color of these, which we did this week, but that's because it's the same one that we originally wore. Yeah. I did order five more. I'm not even going to lie to you. <laughs> but, but guess what I accidentally did? I ordered them to the new house with people who still fucking live there. <laughs> who I'm sure are also still <laughs> buying a myriad of shit for their new house and just opening shit and not even looking at the name. So th- when I close this Thursday, they're going to hand me a box that's been opened and they're going to be like, I think these are yours. Oh, and I'm going to have to confidently <clears throat> sit there and just be like, yeah, yeah, you didn't try them on, did you? <laughs> Jesus. All right, yeah, take us away. All right, everyone. Um, I don't know what the hell we're doing this week. I assume Anthony's back at some point. Got still have a couple frequent flyers pre-recorded. Next week's when the fun really begins. I got the seventh and eighth. I don't know what the schedule looks like yet um, for the draft and free agency coverage. I'll burn that bridge when I get there. Um, but. We'll we'll be doing all kinds of shit for that one, so don't uh, don't you worry about that. We'll, we'll have everything covered. Um, plenty of shit up on the website right now, brotherlypuck dot com. You want to check that out? Plenty of stuff will be up all week long as I furiously get all my uh, trade and free agency ideas out there before things actually start happening. Um, so yeah, at Dan the Flyer fan at Brotherly Puck at Brotherly underscore Pod and uh, Shane Aristotle Nipple. Koala hologram. Periwinkle chartreuse. What are the fuck called you this week? All the things. I got called all the things. L.A. Uh, Gaper. <laughs> um, yeah, you guys can get me on uh, on Twitter. It's uh, at Shane underscore me. If we are going to start wrestling in this one, that can be your name. I mean, it's going to take some time. But we'll get there. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, it, you can get me on uh, on my personal Twitter. It's at Shane underscore Mead. I'm also I'm looking for people who have interesting creative writing. Good um, fucking luck. Uh, yeah, I know, but we'll see. Um, so if you have any interest in working on a creative project collaboratively, um, reach out to me uh, via DM there. That's fine. You you message me wherever. It's fine. Um, every Wednesday night, I have a Philly show that drops. That is, uh, it's the Twitter account is at suck a little less. Uh, so that is our So You Think You Can Manage podcast with Biscuit and Andrew. Um and then our gentleman podcast that I do uh, actually with my fiance now uh, and my best man. So Josh and Stephanie are on for that one. But that is a gentleman underscore pod. Uh, other than that, you know, get me wherever. All right. Wait. Ah, oh, that didn't. <laughs> you can hear it. <laughs> I hope the mic picked that up. That was my asshole ripping off of the seat here. <laughs> it's not your asshole. I mean, it's like the yeah. it's like the ring of your asshole. It partially. That's right. All right, everyone. <laughs> On that note, till next time, goodbye and good night. Good night. <laughs>